The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Cried up a bit there, and now I have to deliver, and I'm just going to let let that go right at the start. But why don't we, those of us who want to do this, if we take the Kalama Sutta as a guide to meditation practice, which many, many suttas, whether designed for that reason, um, can be or not, we can, um, in various ways, explore these ideas that come up and the logic of the, of the, of the progression here. So bringing our eyes down and with that, bringing our, bringing our gaze from the world that so typically concerns us that we interact with visually, bringing our gaze within, starting to bring attention to what's happening here and now in our experience. Adjusting our posture to establish a balance of alertness and ease. Maybe taking a few deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. In this way, too, to establish and reinforce balance. A balance of alertness of the oxygen hitting the bloodstream and the lungs, the letting go and ease that happens simply with a deep, long exhalation. And then we can let the breath settle into its, its cadence, whatever, whatever is the rhythm that suggests itself now, the body knows where the balance is and we can follow along. We can accompany the breath, keep the breath in mind. And as we touch into the breath, connect with the breath and the body, the abdomen, in the chest and shoulders and the nostrils, wherever the breath presents itself to be known. We can connect with the qualities of the breath, the here-ness, the now-ness of the breathing, <clears throat> the natural balance of the breath, the simplicity of the breath, the slowness of the breath. The breath is a place where we can let go of some expectations. The breath does itself. The breath doesn't need us. We don't have to worry about getting better at breathing. We don't have to kick ourselves for having breathed differently in the past. Nobody here is a better breather than anybody else. We all do it perfectly. And we can put aside some of the concerns of our daily living in the meditation, creating the conditions for resting in the breath. Maybe we showed up today with some wanting in the mind, some aversion in the mind, some concern with the self in the mind. And with those phenomena in the mind, there's stress. Maybe there's some suffering.
and possibly we can let go a little bit of some of these burdens of wanting, of pushing away, having to be a certain self. Maybe we can just set those aside for a period of meditation and again, create conditions for deepening, for, for ease. Finding ourselves here in our meditation space in a posture that's balanced here, now, in good company, practicing in community, a community of trust, of shared interest, shared care for one another. We can open up a little bit and maybe, maybe letting go of the persistent wanting that happens, the persistent aversion that arises, the persistent concern with self, who we are, who we should be, our commitments, expectations for us, internalized expectations. We can open up a little bit and maybe let ourselves be a little bit more vulnerable. Maybe opening, settling into here and now, practicing together, practicing in a spirit and community of trust, mutual regard. Maybe the heart can show itself a little bit. When we and we let go a little bit of some of those concerns that dominate much of our life. We can open up, we can open up the heart space a little bit. And we may notice when we check in with the heart that there's some tightness around wanting, yearning, longing. We may notice there's some heat or restlessness around aversion, pushing away, not wanting. We may notice that there's a weight on our shoulders around the selves that we create, maintain, feed, care for. We can just soften around those things. In our teaching tradition, these aren't bad things, evil things, sinful things. These are inevitable parts of being aware, 
in a human body. As we maybe soften around them, relax around them, the heart, the heart can open up a bit. We can notice what else is available to us, what's accessible. Softening around our experience, allowing what arises to arise and move on. We create the conditions, we open up a space for the welling up of goodwill, care for one another, for other beings, for all other beings. Setting in place these conditions going up for our experience and holding it with her we may find the suffering of others to be with suffering There may be a lightening of our hearts, and there may be available a space for rejoicing.
feeling delight at the successes and accomplishments of others. Maybe being able to hold a little bit that those successes and accomplishments of others don't detract from us. We can delight in the delight of others. The heart can open up around others' delight. As we meditate, we know that attention dissipates, that the mind sometimes gets contracted or tied around a physical sensation, a feeling tone, an emotional upwelling, a mode of thinking. We can just open back up, relieving that tension, that tightness, Open, open back up to the breath, to being here now, to feeling the heart space, noticing any capacity for goodwill, an ability to be with our own suffering and that of others capacity for delighting, rejoicing in the experiences of others. And maybe too, a bottomless capacity to be balanced, to be clear, to be open, to be vulnerable. to abandon, let go of our assumptions, our biases, our prejudices and preferences, and find ourselves equanimous as we meet our experience, as we show up for what's in the mind and heart. Whatever we find of these qualities in our hearts, we can open up around. And in the words of the sutta, we can radiate these outward in all the cardinal directions. And in this case, the cardinal directions known in the Buddhist time. We emanate, we radiate these qualities of the heart into the world around us to the north to the south, to the east, to the west, and up above into the skies and downwards into the earth that supports us. In these six directions, we can radiate whatever whatever wholesome qualities of heart we find 
resting in them, radiating them, glowing with them, sharing them, making them available to ourselves and others. Here, we can dwell in these so-called divine abodes, these divine abidings. Can abide in a, a mind at ease and a heart that's as open as it can be.
So thank you all for staying around and practicing together, supporting the practice of others here. As I began that, I, I realized how important practicing in community, community can be to establish the conditions for letting the heart open. We can't force the heart open, you know, but it, it helps to be practicing among others, to safe, trusted others, to sort of let, see what's there, see what kind of potential for opening is present. Anyway, thank you. That was nice to be here with you for that. Um, any closing thoughts, Kim, Ying, Diana? If not, we'll send out an email. Somebody requested that we share those. Um, those they said four, but I think there were kind of three, you know, steps to to think about incorporating the this opening. But I hope the meditation also shows that the the discourses aren't just expositions of the teachings. They're also frequently way they they hint at ways to actually bring the practice bring the teachings directly into the meditation and that way of experiencing uh, the teachings. So till Saturday, may you be well, all of you. And, um, and keep, yeah, keep, keep practicing, keep practicing community, take care of others. So uh, I'm going to unmute us all so that uh, yeah. we can say goodbye and Thanks, in maybe Diana. a noisy way. So Bye. Thank you. It was Bye, great everyone. seeing you all. Take care. Bye. 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 Saturday. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Stay safe. Stay safe. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Should we stay here or are we going to our favorite link? <laughs>